Welcome to Every Believer Confident, hosted by Dr. Mark Farnham, where we explore in seven minutes or less how to effectively share and defend your faith. This is apologetics for the average Christian, with ideas and practical principles that can help you this week as you engage unbelievers with the good news of the gospel. Let's go get some confidence. Welcome back to the Every Believer Confident Podcast. This is Dr. Mark Farnham. And today we're talking about different approaches to apologetics. Um, Many people are not aware that there are different ways to approach the topic of apologetics and different ways and different um, theological concerns regarding how to engage unbelievers effectively. So I want to mention several different approaches to apologetics uh, and make a distinction between them and show the value of each of them. So the first and probably the most well-known approach is called evidentialism, although it goes by other names and there are fine distinctions between these. But overall, evidentialism seeks to develop and counter challenges to the Christian faith with detailed facts from a number of disciplines, including history, science, and philosophy. For example, when the historical reliability of the Gospels is challenged, Evidential apologists study the details of the Greek text, historical events, cultural practices, geography, archaeology, interaction with Roman history, and other things to establish that what the Bible says uh, it can be confirmed in a number of ways. This tends to produce a rich and vast body of material that strengthens the case to be made for the truth of Christianity. So how we understand the concept of evidence is important. Uh, It's important to know that uh, when we talk about the word proof, uh, we have to figure out what that means. It doesn't mean the same thing to everyone. So some people mistakenly believe that we can prove the Christian faith by presenting historical, cultural, and archaeological facts. They believe if we present enough evidence or the right kinds of evidence, then the unbeliever must uh, accept Christ, must believe And they hope that the skeptic will be compelled to believe in Christ and will have no ability to resist the truth if we give enough evidence. And while it is true that some Christians describe their salvation this way, such testimonies are often experiential descriptions of how they felt at the moment of realization of the truth of the gospel. In reality, as we see throughout this podcast series, Uh, Such an experience comes at the end of the Holy Spirit convicting them of sin and drawing them to Christ. That is, people can perceive that um, they just listened to evidences, were convinced, and became a, a Christian. However, the Bible tells us that no one comes to faith in Christ apart from the Holy Spirit, revealing Christ as the true Son of God and the sacrifice for sins and revealing their sinfulness. But it could very well come through the presentation of evidences that people overcome their intellectual objections. So a couple of different types of evidentialism. Uh, First of all, cumulative case apologetics. Uh, This is also known as the best explanation apologetics. And this approach seeks to present a case for the Christian faith by taking all the lines of evidence from various strands of evidentialism and combining them to show that Christianity makes better sense of life in this world and better sense of the evidence than other worldviews. It does not seek to present the Christian faith as the only way to answer the questions of the human condition, but merely the best way. 
What we mean by the human condition includes the place of human beings in the universe, the nature of right and wrong, free will, and the universal desire for purpose. I think one of the best known examples of cumulative case apologetics would be C.S. Lewis, although he did exhibit other approaches as well. He often piled up various arguments for Christianity and argued that it best described the reality of the situation. I think you see that in mere Christianity. Cumulative case apologetics highlights the explanatory power of the Christian faith to answer questions such as how can there be so much evil in the world, but also good. Another evidential approach would be called minimal facts apologetics. And this approach surveys the conclusions of a wide variety of experts in a particular discipline and summarizes their agreement that is, what are the most basic facts that all or most agree upon? Uh, This approach uses the agreement as a base upon which to build further arguments for the truth of Christianity. For example, when it comes to the death and resurrection of Jesus, almost no historian doubts the existence of Jesus. Uh, The well-known skeptic and atheist Bart Ehrman makes that point significantly in his book, Did Jesus Exist? Uh, So this belief in the existence of Jesus includes both Christian and non-Christian historians. In addition, almost no historian doubts that Jesus was crucified by the Romans under the rule of Pontius Pilate in Jerusalem. And a strong majority of historians believe that Jesus' tomb was empty after three days. So this approach proceeds to argue that if everyone can agree upon these facts, then using the same historical criteria, we can rationally believe the entire story of Jesus as given in the Bible is true. And this includes the resurrection and the claims of Jesus to be God incarnate and the Savior of the world. This approach essentially rides the scholarly consensus as far as it will go, and then shows that it ought to go farther and accept the Bible's teaching completely. Uh, Some examples of this approach would be Gary Habermas and Michael Lacona, who both focus on the resurrection. So these are a few examples of evidential type of apologetics. Uh, Another example, or another major approach, the one that I take, is known as presuppositionalism, or uh, can also be known as covenantal apologetics, transcendental apologetics, but the term presuppositional is uh, the most widely accepted approach. And we'll touch on that in the next podcast episode. I hope this has helped you understand different approaches and their values, and we'll resume that again in the next episode. For more information on how you can host a practical apologetics conference at your church or to listen to past episodes, please visit apologeticsforthechurch.org.